guys today with me i have manasvi so manasvi is a student of christ university bangalore so hi manasvi hello 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 i'm so, <laughs> so excited <laughs> yeah me too so how are you doing manasvi i'm doing good <laughs> so tell yeah. everybody something something about yourself because obviously people don't know about you and i want them yeah. to know more about you. So yes, uh, um, I'm I'm Marsi. I'm a third year student in Bangalore. I'm doing my BSc in Biotechnology, Chemistry and Botany. It's like a triple major. It's hectic as hell. Oh, <laughs> and, we got we got a triple major here. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, amazing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I realized uh, along the way that I loved science, but I had didn't have enough passion. to fuel it through research so i realized like my love for writing like my quirky writing style and like my passion for science and curiosity for science could become uh, you know combined to do science communication so that's what i'm currently like pursuing and interning at couple of places in that's bangalore amazing. and yeah <laughs> that's a wonderful addition i didn't know that about that before Okay, so Manasvi, I think we both have, and basically every other Indian student has the same thing in common. We hate the Indian system, you know. Basically, the Indian education system because it's so well fucked up. <laughs> oh, we allowed to swear? <laughs> of course, we allowed to swear. It's brainful. You know, swear all you want. <laughs> oh, the Indian education system. First of all, in my BSc, I'd like to say. uh now that you've introduced my college i kind of feel like a little paranoid <laughs> that this sue me or something <laughs> but <laughs> yeah uh, but this is every christ i ever will tell you that it's hectic no matter what and we've always been fed in like so much histories and so much data on science that it is so hard to digest and you're not able to like even like swallow it and go like oh this is what that means this is what that how i can apply you know i bet you relate to it especially in physics yes yes it's all the derivations gosh you know basically the professors they come into the class they're like you know what i'm going to scribble something on the board they scribble something they talk some shit and they're like i'm out i'm out of here so yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly yeah uh, one of my teachers he just talks to himself like he doesn't care if you're listening or not you know and you do you do try your best like i did try for like three four yes. classes and after that i'm just like this is not happening i can't mm-hmm. do this you know yes. i can't listen to a man who's just like whispering to himself like you know yes it, yeah exactly the even the teachers don't you know put in a single iota of you know efforts into making science fun and then they expect us to be like oh my god you don't like science Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What is surprising yeah. is science doesn't actually need to be made fun. Like, yeah, uh, yeah actually, this is very interesting. Recently, uh, we, in bi- biology, we've been learning speciation. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's basically about how new species are being formed, and it can happen like because of different things, because of the environment, because of the food you eat, and stuff like that. Because of mutation. Because of mutation. Okay, I am uh, not uh, sure. Study. Yeah, because because of, because of mutation also, yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there are lots of reasons. So I went for this science cafe thing that happens in Bangalore by like a research in university, not yeah. university research institute uh, called NBS. Yeah. And uh, I went for one of their talks this Sunday, 
and this guy talked about speech creation in such a fun interesting manner he was just like yes. uh, he talked about samosas and he was like <laughs> how samosas have like different shapes and varieties and they have like different like the samosa and like in the samosa in my college uh is so tasty and it's just near this one kiosk we get it in this mallu man sells it and it's just so good and you know another place it's just completely different and you know how this came about and he just explained it with like this whole example of samosa that made it so interesting and i was yes. like why so can't my teacher do the same thing yes. like uh, it's it's an interesting topic it just takes a little bit of effort i guess to just break yes. it down and make it more related relatable to us right mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it because you know what? Not every student is like one kind of learner. Some people yeah. are like visual learners. They need images. Some yeah. people like to do hands-on activities in order to get something. And yeah. the education system presents itself in a very singular pattern. And not everybody can get around there. You know, get their heads around what what's being taught. And that is what something that should be talked more about, but yeah. nobody's yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially examinations. Examinations are such a terrible way to assess somebody's knowledge. Yes. It's basically yes. like you just puke on the paper. You just like remember everything you can and just puke it, you know. And then you can you can never really remember it ever again because you just yes. you just you know stuff all that knowledge in like that three days you had before the exam and. Just yeah throw it out right just put it all and just you know and if somebody asks you after the paper you're like you know i don't have an idea i just wrote something in the yeah, paper exactly exactly <laughs> yeah yeah that's what's happening that's what's happening basically yeah, i'm actually wondering how do we assess people in different countries like in universities is it the same way like examinations or do they have like different ways to assess they like you know what basically they have oral examinations and stuff and there's so much of you know hands on activities to be done so that people can be assessed in more than one way that you know they're not being judged on one thing on one way of you know presenting their knowledge and i think that's really fun that is what so, hello yeah yeah, yeah hi. i thought i lost you for a second <laughs> yeah okay i can hear you now go ahead yeah yeah Uh, you want to talk about it again so because i think it just got lost okay so we'll talk about it again so basically examinations are the same i think you pres- you said it that way so examinations are the same way in which you basically you know just what did you say again examinations are a way of what i love that analogy i mean seriously come on you just you know taking it all into your brain and you just throwing it all up on the paper yeah puking puking on paper yes, <laughs> exactly puking on paper and when somebody you know this happens a lot when these people who score amazing marks they talk you know they're asked like okay mm. what answer do you write to this and they're like please don't ask me i don't remember anything so that just just <laughs> to show yeah, that, 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 that happened to me this mid semester like uh, i wrote and i just basically i studied like really well this mid semester so mm. i wrote some answer and none of my mm. classmates got that answer so they were like who got 5 out of 5 on this and i was like i got and they're like what mm-hmm. did you do and i'm like i don't remember <laughs> just check my paper <laughs> i don't know what i wrote i don't know why i wrote it i don't remember i, I think i just i just wrote it <laughs> so, <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what's happening. And you know, Manasvi, uh, like we both are in academia. Academia as in we're both in, you know, fields that can lead to research. Yes. And the fact that there's such a dearth in, you know, people, you know, pursuing for research because it, re- it requires a lot of thinking of something yeah. that's original. You know, it requires a lot of your attention into, you know, making or discovering something. Mm. And especially in our country, I don't, especially in my college, actually, let's take that for, a, for an example. I don't think even kids even know what research is. Very like, true, very true. So <laughs> I think that must happen in your college as well, I guess. Yes, in my college, I actually, in my class, I have only 48 students which is mm-hmm. comparatively less for Indian classes. Like we usually have like 80 and 90 and yes, 60 yeah. and 60. So my class is only 48. And out of that, I can say for sure only eight students or so would pursue research, you know, mm-hmm. and like 20, I can say will pursue MBA for sure. Because oh. <laughs> that yeah, is yeah. <laughs> which is very surprising because you would think people who cho- choose bachelors in science saw something in science in the 11th and 12th, saw something in science in the 10th grade. What was it that bachelors in science just, you know, just made way to appeal them enough? Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of people people in my batch as well, they're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get this degree in physics and then I'm going to go for MBA. And I just stand there dumbstruck. I mean, what are you talking about? Why did you choose? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I was telling my friend the other day told me that and uh, I was like what do you mean I think you should do research in science and she's going mm-hmm. well okay she has a GPA of 3.0 uh, 3.2 okay which I think is a good GPA and, that is amazing yeah. yeah and I'm like I think you should go to research and she's like is research and do what and I'm like oh. No, what do you mean do what like I, I don't know how to answer your question and she's like well there's no money in it anyway so I mean I don't want to struggle all my life for something I don't yeah. really care about so mm. I mean I mean it's good they've realized it now because I mean if you did get your PhD and you realize this is something you're not passionate about that's not nice <laughs> right but, this is something that people don't talk about. Resources not have money. Money as in you cannot expect yourself to earn a decent amount of money until you're not a part of a faculty. And yeah. when you're talking about being an academic, of uh, you know, going through the whole PhD thing, postdoc thing, you should keep it in mind that, okay, this is not going to get me a lot of money. I'm going to live a comparatively simple life. But this is what yeah. I like. And people nowadays oh, but, are, you know what, yeah. yeah but is money really everything? I mean, money. If, you, if you find the job you love, I mean, does money really matter? Yes, money do- doesn't really matter. But you know what, people don't think it that way nowadays. They're like, you know what, the economy is going, or, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, doing a coaster thingy and we need money. We, you know, because of the fact that they have seen the idea of what is a good life and they're like you know what why slave away your years when you could earn a good amount yeah. of money and live a yeah life? this whole portrayal of having a fun life equivalent being equivalent to act alcohol good clothes and flying to different yes. cities which is which yeah. instagram propagates so well is just yes. terrible <laughs> especially yes. for science culture oh, <laughs> right terrible. 
and science gets very bad name because of this you know they like science is boring why pursue it and <laughs> i think science twitter is doing a great job that way like people like dr esther and bank avaku is like swiss official uh, yes. uh head they just show you such a cool and fascinating side of science and not the just science. grueling science like yeah. you know Yes, yeah. exactly. Because yeah, science Twitter basically, you know, just showed me that you can be an academic, and you can still, you know, be a complete rock star, and you can yeah. do whatever the. Yeah, exactly. Because I used to be like, okay, being an academic means you know, just yeah. going around in lecture halls, you know, yeah. grading papers, doing research. But there's so much more to science. There's so much mm-hmm. more, and That's people true. don't. Think... Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. People uh... don't realize that. <laughs> I'm so sorry for cutting you. Yeah, it's completely fine. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just realized something that was yeah. that I think why maybe it's not the teachers. Maybe it's mm-hmm. the fact uh, that we should have more interaction between researchers and the college. Yeah, it's like right. college yeah. students, right? And not the old. I'm I'm sorry, but not the old faculty or the old researchers. Like in my college, like our faculty would be super excited for a talk, and we just be like, "Who is this guy?" Like I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't care. Like you know, the young people because you just they can relate to people who are close to their own age. They can yeah, be like, yeah, yeah, it's more relatable that way. Yeah. Yes, this person is my age, and he's doing cool shit, and I want to do that too. So that yeah. makes you more susceptible to do research because <laughs> I um I had an astrophysicist who came from Bonn University and mm-hmm. he was like the coolest person I have ever seen. He was like uh-huh. no way he wore the coolest clothes I ever saw on a scientist <laughs> and he talked about his research so casually and I not casually as in taking it lightly casually yeah, as yeah. in you know what if I can do it you can do it too. and yes. that inspires students more than you know some old guy being like okay this is what i did for like 50 years and you got to yeah, do yeah, it yeah 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 <laughs> but you know what very interestingly you pointed out is like how actually a lot of researchers you know are just like it just are so uh, have this superiority complex that goes like i have done this you can't do this which i guess yes. kind of makes students feel inferior and makes them feel maybe this is not the field i should choose yes. because you were yeah, like yeah. oh science is difficult science is hard science is this you know and it's if you true. had more people going like it's really not that hard and telling yeah. the truth and not be- building up this whole superiority complex it would just exactly. be simpler for college students to actually want be interested in it you know You know, this actually happens. The whole superiority complex, because you know what happens. These people have been at it for almost all their lives, and mm-hmm. they are very protective of the of you know all the things that they've done. Mm-hmm. While the younger generation is like welcoming, it's like more. They have the mindset that science uh, is for everybody. While yeah. the older generation is like, you know what, this is my work. I do not want you to touch it. So this yeah. is the. This is the change in the mindset that needs to be addressed, That's and true. we should talk about it. Yeah, which um, is which is helping actually females also yes, not exactly. feel any different than men pursuing science, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. And you know what? Uh, 
men pushing saying that brings me to the most important question why aren't women pursuing science i don't see a lot of women i honestly don't see a lot of women pursuing science yeah. especially in my college yeah. you know yeah so that's well, what's the ratio to uh, in your class about uh, for students because you're in physics right the I so called not girls subject <laughs> I am in mathematics as of now, but in physics, they're basically like I don't know. There are about twenty students, and out of those, there are like five girls. So that brings us to a very sad ratio. And yeah, I'm like, okay, what's happening? Yeah. And uh, you know, brightest people are the girls. I mean, they get the best marks. They are doing amazing projects under the professors. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I know that they're gonna get into good universities. And I'm like, okay, what's happening? While the I don't know how to put it, but uh, the irony is that the men are the meanest people that you will, you know, ever come across. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's that's regardless of science. That's just yeah, men. <laughs> regardless of science. Yeah, that's just men. <laughs> Very rightly put. So I think the most, I think you and me both, we both understand as being not being a cis man. I think that. stem is full of people it's like full of men who are trying to patronize you or trying to make you feel low and that has happened a lot especially with me i'm pretty sure it has happened with you as well so that is like one of the hugest problems that is there in like stem as a whole or academia as a whole i'm sure you'd agree to manas oh, actually yeah uh, actually manas <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah being a woman being like for me even being a non binary is harder but being a woman basically is like it's really hard in science where you're always being one upped by by men and you yes. have to constantly keep proving yourself that mm. you're smart that you can actually do stuff but people don't people aren't in the mindset to hear that and that yeah. happens a lot for me like for me one example went like um, i was in my second year and i had a physics practical which required yeah. basically a lot of complicated you know apparatus to be set in a very you know precise degree and yeah. uh, like while i got the highest marks in that um, and i had to perform it again so that you know i get a better idea of how it works so i yeah. was kind of By a man, by a you know a fellow classmate, and he was like, you know what? Uh, I'll explain it to you because I don't think you're doing it right. And I just oh, stood there. I just stood there looking like an idiot. <laughs> I hope the high must I know how that shit works. You don't have to. I do. Yourself. I do. Yeah. 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 So that happens a lot. That happens yeah. a lot. And I know that this is going to happen more. uh as i you know go forward but it just feels like this is what women go through this is what yeah. you know people go through in academia and it's like yeah. wow yeah you would i opener this actually i was interning at this blog uh not blog it per se but uh i don't know what to, what how to say it but life of science is like a feminist actually feminist science blog and for yeah. them i had made like this video and uh, before you were talking about how we have we got to have representation and uh, women role models so what i did was i went for the science uh, day uh, uh, organized at a, a neuroscience uh, uh, 
institute and i went there and i asked people like to tell me the first woman scientist that pops to your head okay so i told them oh, which uh, just tell me as many women scientists as you can name okay <laughs> so i went about and asked about 20 people which is actually very little but it got me what i was asking for because i asked 20 people and i'm not even exaggerating 18 people said marie curie and two of them said like uh, florence nightingale and somebody else said like kalpana chawla that's it and then that's there is right. so many so many so many other female role models rosalind franklin so many other people but we're just stuck to these you know marie curie marie curie marie curie right because that's, all, that's all yeah because that's all we read about in textbooks marie curie marie curie there's no other female scientists that our textbooks talks about right yes there's no representation um, i mean my maths textbooks there isn't one name of amy noeter the one who basically you know changed the face of mathematics with her noeter's noeter's formula and it's pathetic to see how every you know so basically there's a every chapter of my uh, math test book every chapter in yeah. my math you know it talks about a scientist um, yeah and you know surprise surprise every every scientist was a man in every chapter so there is like you cannot see a single woman who mm-hmm. actually did you know who actually have done pretty cool shit and it's saddening to see that there isn't any representation Yeah, it's just not. It's not that women. Yeah, women are not doing science. It's just mm. that they're not getting the recognition of the science they're doing. Right? Exactly, and that is sad. And that is really, you know, that should be angering people, and people aren't giving it the slightest of attention. And I think it's very important that we highlight the women who are actually making a difference out there, which is not happening, yeah. obviously. So. Yeah. I, in fact, I remember once uh, I have this biotechnology sir who mm-hmm. I would like uh, I can say has quite the superiority complex. And mm-hmm. uh, once in class, he said something about Watson and Crick and the DNA uh, structure. Mm-hmm. And I and I at that point, you know, I just read up a lot about Rosalind Franklin and everything. And I just I wrote I put up my hand in the air and I was like, sir. This is not true. Rosalind Franklin was the first one who got the, you know, yeah. uh, yeah. picture and everything. And he's like, "You're wrong. Just sit down. You don't even know the full story. Like this is not right. This is all these feminists who have manipulated the story to make it look wow. like." Wow. We have like we have this narcissistic role. Yes. 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 So I had to sit back in my seat. The you know? amount of <laughs> misogyny that we all have to go through is completely mind-boggling, and it's unsettling. Because I think that even in the most subtle of ways, men try to quiet women down. They're like, you know what, yeah. you're wrong. Just, yeah. just talk. And yeah. that is sad. That is sad. That is really sad, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Even- Yeah, yeah. If, uh, in my subject, which is biology and botany, and which is supposedly be a more feminine science, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. If, what is surprising is that our faculty doesn't have that many science uh, female uh, teachers. It has like two female teachers out of ten. We basically don't. Oh my god, that's awful! And yes. second of all, 
don't have a single female professor in our department so it's basically oh. a department of women and oh. and i'm like okay that's hard to see but yeah. you know you got to do what you got to do and we're yeah. like okay fine we're studying but you know what would have been more satisfying seeing a female professor you know just killing it and be yeah. like you know being badass and i could be yeah. like okay she can do that i can do that as well and exactly. honestly yeah, you know having somebody who is doing the same thing that you dream of doing it just makes a lot of difference yes uh, yes yeah well, so that's how we can put it right now yeah yeah what i actually read about this what very and i was supposed to do a research paper on this but i just got too busy so i could never do it was mm-hmm. that uh, uh you know how the ratios in class right like right now in my class which is uh for biotechnology botany and chemistry we have like way more girls than boys we have like eight boys and like 40 guys okay and wow. we have like we have like the pcm class which is like physics chemistry mathematics which has an equal ratio okay mm-hmm. which is pretty good but yes, uh, yes. yeah which is probably because we are like an uh, urban urban upper middle class city bangalore mm-hmm. being that yeah. so and you know that's why i'm probably because the selection criteria of christ was like you know you had equal distinction yes. whatever but still what was very surprising was i was talking to these researchers was that uh, after uh, bachelors after masters after phd's the the amount of females drops mm-hmm. so there is a lot of females who are studying bachelors in science studying mm-hmm. doing masters in science doing phd in science even but that mm-hmm. that uh, drops as soon as the number goes drops. into research right and yes. nobody seems to know why because it's like you are studying you are doing the work but why aren't you getting the job you know what a lot of reasons you know you see it on twitter as well i think i know the partial answer i guess i don't know so mm. uh you know what women go through a lot of embarrassment i don't know they're mentally harassed a lot and their work is being taken credit you know many men take credit of what women do Mm. they are harassed by the department they you know usually when women get shitty advisors mm. uh don't believe in the potential of what the candidate can do yeah that causes a lot of mental trauma that causes a lot of mental trauma i That's know a true. lot of yes i know a lot of female students who actually are so good at academia but they want to quit just because they think that they won't be able to make it because they're because so they think around yeah. yeah because there's so many men who think that who are going to underestimate them so yeah. this is like a very vicious and toxic cycle which has to be taken yeah. care of yeah so, and that's 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 what a lot of people in even in india are like trying to find, figure out what is the reason for the leaky pipeline as in the drop between the studies yes. and like the research and yes. uh, i put i made like this google forms uh, questionnaire which i passed out to like men and men as in girls and boys in my college and ask mm-hmm. them to like you know answer it and the questions were basically like you know uh, would you intend to pursue a, a research after your mm-hmm. st- studies in science and all that and yeah. try to understand what are the reasons and if the reasons were different for boys and girls you know mm-hmm. and what yeah, i surprisingly I found was uh, a lot of people said it's just because i don't like science 
I, I was just sitting there hoping it'd be like people being girls being like it's because my family doesn't believe I can do science or it's because mm-hmm. you know they want me to get married you know these are the reasons I was expecting but it was just yeah. like boys and girls equally just said it's just because I don't like science <laughs> this this brings us to the topic of you yeah. know our education system the fact mm-hmm. that we aren't being given you know the complete dose now let's take english for an example i think everybody loved their english teacher everybody loved how she made english so fun i mean come on who hates english but yeah. when it came to science the teachers weren't what one should have you know like they never made science fun for us yeah. i remember yeah so we we had a unit when i was in third when i was in the third grade so basically when i was 9 years old Yeah. So we were taken to the chemistry lab, and we did some experiments with potassium permanganate. And seeing it in action, like basically seeing it diffuse in water, mm. it just blew my mind. Yeah. I mean, it was me, a nine-year-old, seeing something so. It was basically magic for me. Yeah. And yeah. when I got to know how it actually worked, I was like, you know what? This is fun, and I want to do yeah. it again. Yeah. when yeah. create when you know when people are made to think when students are made to think about how things work the way they do they actually develop an interest for that yeah. but science as in the science that is being taught to us in school is no see like you know what i'm going to write something on a board and you're going to write it down so yeah. <laughs> that's what's happening yeah. and which actually yeah. something very similar happened to me like the other day because um i'm in inorganic chemistry and basically we do like in the lab we do titrations yes like, yes know, i did that too aluminum yeah, yeah. Uh, we take aluminum ore we take iron ore and all of those yes. not aluminum yeah. sorry <laughs> but yeah <laughs> uh, yeah uh, all these different kind of ores and uh, you know uh, titrate them to find out the amount of uh, yes uh, they yeah, call these wonderful yeah the wonderful colors we've got like blue orange red pink and i'm not even kidding like every color of the rainbow, uh, rainbow yes. okay even and in in organic qualitative and quantitative analysis analysis the yeah. uh, compounds have beautiful colors amazing yeah. Yeah. it makes you go oh <laughs> yeah and one I... of my friend uh, pops and she goes like oh this is so beautiful this is so wonderful and like I just groan and go like, "What's so beautiful about this? This is just colors, you know. It's just the <laughs> reaction between these ions with these ones. It's yeah. not fascinating at all, at all. But you know, sometimes I think we we think that by demystifying the magic, by like you know deconstructing the colors, the magic mm-hmm. of the science disappears. Like you go like, oh, the colors cost because of potassium dichromate. But you know, I, but that's not the truth. That's not really." true because then it gets more fascinating you go like oh there's a substance that gives the color you know right mm-hmm. but sometimes yeah. we just get caught up in these big words that we forget mm-hmm. that it's actually beautiful to understand yes. how it works science is actually beautiful we just have to look into it you know we just get scared of the numbers and we like okay science isn't for us but yes. behind those numbers is a beauty behind those you know huge words and terminologies yeah. but we get lost in that you know yeah. the link the bridge between making science fun and understanding it as well it's broken yeah. kind of you know i just hope that our system you know just revs up and does something great <laughs> yes. so that, you know yes. include it 
you know yes. uh, like hands on activities for example when kids are told to do something and they you know f- you know go into the roots they're like okay so this is why this happens this is yeah, why the new thing yeah. over Yeah, that, that I think a that a lot of that is actually now. The more I think about it, is the more science is communicated to the uh, yes students, to the uh, the uh, people, yeah. and you know the researchers need to talk a lot more to the common folks yeah, and college, even not common folks. At least talk to college graduates, talk to bachelor yeah. people, like imbibe. share in by the same passion you have for science into them right it science communicators are for yes and having a science communicator is so important something that i that you're saying as well having somebody who makes science fun and makes it accessible to the audience yes and, you know makes you go like okay i can do it as well that i'm basically being an english teacher to science because english teachers have the ability to make like Old Shakespearean English sound fun and interesting. Like, I have to repeat I mean, it, Manasvi. I, I don't get it. Manasvi, repeat it. Hello, hello, hello. Manasvi. Yeah. Yeah. You will have to repeat it. You will have to repeat. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, yeah. If basically, uh, what what I'm trying to say is like, science communicators just have to do science the job teachers of are the backbone. Yeah. Uh, uh, of yeah, of uh, English teachers. You know how they communicate old, yeah. boring Shakespearean English into like. these lovely <laughs> you know and everybody is just so fascinated by shakespeare in the class after the teacher like breaks it down for you you know that's what science communication mm. and teachers need to do for science science doesn't even need that much hard work in fact it has so many yes, exactly. applications in our life right you don't need to like yes, even pinpoint it that much and one and once you get to know about the application once you're like okay So this is how it get gets applied, and this is how I see it in my daily life. You know, science gets so much fun, yeah. And that is what should be applied, especially in Indian in education system. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. most of our uh, most of our things we don't know why we are learning. Like I still don't know why we learned algebra. I I have really no <laughs> idea. In tenth grade, why I learned al- algebra? It has no significance to my life right now. Uh, <laughs> like wh- why did we learn it? <laughs> once we get to know okay so once we're like okay so our, our algebra can be used in making graphs it can be used to find the missing values but that isn't being taught only equations are being yeah. drilled into the mind of students how can you expect them to like it so mm-hmm. that is what the basic idea is and i think that is what we should work on yeah so there's much to do <laughs> there's so much of progress to be done yeah but i you know, and this young generation Mm. Want to do something? They mm. want to make a difference in academia. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And one more point we should just add is that research mindset is just something that cannot be induced. It's something that comes yes. very naturally. But I mean, you can yeah. still provide a environment which will maximize it, right? Mm. I mean, we still got to provide a better environment to get from research mindset. it's up to the student in the end if she or she yes exactly i yeah. mean if yeah research comes very naturally once you're like curious about how things work the way they do and that takes you know you need a, you need an environment for that to develop you need somebody to be like you know what you can think about it 
there's something more that you can know about it once you look into it so <laughs> there's so much to be done and you know what indian education system should you know just roll out new ways on how kids can learn better you know kids who do not go through the traditional path of you know just black learn in better ways they can learn you know with non traditional ways yes and that means a lot we have to work a lot on that and yeah it's going to be you know it's going to take a while but it's yes. going to be a steady change yeah yeah we hope so, it'll happen one day <laughs> i'm yeah, ready so to wait yeah so much can yeah yeah and i'm pretty sure it's going to happen one day and i'm pretty sure that you know the more scientists the more academics with a better mindset on how education should work and how academia should work as a whole yeah and yeah we're working towards it and it's going to be fun okay. <laughs> <laughs> so manish i think we just crossed thank you so much i had the most amazing conversation with you and i hope <laughs> we meet again we talk again next time again yeah. something much better and yes. it was so fun having you and just so you know i appreciate you so much thank you <laughs> thank you thank you for having me here neha uh, i hope yeah yes i hope you have a wonderful yeah projects in the future oh thank you so yeah. adios ciao bye <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>